you're listening to a life-changing podcast that does a deep dive into what's behind the silence, the truth no one wants to talk about, featuring two thought-provoking professional coaches who specialize in linguistic patterns of thought, feelings, and behavior. As NLP practitioners, certified and life-changing, the dynamic duel, Stacey Cutright and Stephanie Demmel. Welcome back, friends, to What's Behind the Silence, the truth no one wants to talk about. Today, I think we have an exciting topic to talk about, but let's say a hello to our most fabulous co-host, Stacy. How are you doing, baby? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. As always, you know, we meant to start this on time this morning, and, you know, <laughs> Steph and I are so- solving the world's problems of anxiety and the tools and techniques we're, we're offering to different clients uh, for that. So you know, we are scheduling or recording late this week because we were solving the world's problems during our last (laughs) podcast session. So, uh, you know, Carissa uh, had said to Steph, do you think you guys can really record a podcast tomorrow? (laughs) I was laughing. So, yeah. Yeah. So, we get up, well, it's 5.30 my time on Wednesdays and it's 6.30 your time. And we get up on Wednesday mornings to record. And lo and behold, usually we talk for about an hour and then we record, but we talked the entire time. We didn't get what to one recording on Wednesday. So here we are on Friday. <laughs> That's okay. That's all right. You but roll we with it, right? Productive. <laughs> we were being productive. We were. Yeah. Solving those problems. So today, what are we talking about? We're going to talk about accountability today. I love it. Yeah. I love it. You know, and I, I think we're also, we're going to throw a little bit of, you know, difference of ownership and accountability, you know, in yeah. there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about this. This is one that I will tell you, I don't struggle with personally. However, I really struggle. It's very triggering to me when other people can't. Um, I think that's what causes a lot of the frustration between relationships. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, you know, cause I, I believe for myself, I have a little bit of distorted thinking because I'm like, you know what, if I can do this, everybody can do this. It's, that's just a choice. And, you know, yes, it is a choice. However, sometimes it becomes the person's not capable because they haven't learned how to, Mm -hmm. you know, they've grown up that, you know what, maybe the parent didn't take accountability or their primary caretaker didn't, or it wasn't expected out of them. And the parent always, or the primary caretaker, you know, made excuses for the child. So they didn't have to take that on. Yeah. I Um, think, uh, sorry to interrupt that. I think, you know, what it, it's, I think it's frustrating or I think that some folks can fall into that victim role when they yeah. don't take accountability because taking accountability, personal accountability is when you take ownership of what happens as a result of your choice and your actions. And so I feel like, you know, there's some folks out there that fall in that victim category because they don't take that personal responsibility. What do you think? I think, I think you're right. You know, the other thing you and I were talking a lot about also just 
one thing that in society right now is people having a lack of respect for maybe, you know, elderly or, you know, how you and I grew up. If somebody's an elder to you, mm-hmm. you know, you have respect. It doesn't mean that you can't um, not care for them as a person, but at least have respect and not treat them like dog poo And, you know, part of that, like accountability is just even, you know, respecting a person of someone that has some authority over you. Yeah. Okay. Of, of, you know, being accountable just as a person and being accountable to your own moral compass. I mean, maybe you don't have the morals to, to have respect for others. Maybe. Maybe you don't have the, you know, maybe you're not capable because you don't have that, um, you know, respect, kindness, you know, wanting, you know, to, for mutual understanding and your only way is my way or the highway. You know, uh, I, I don't know where that person, where people fall in this, you know, also with accountability is, you know, not blaming, you were talking about that victim role, not blaming others for something that went wrong you know, being able to deliver on the commitment that you agreed to and not put in there, but, you know, I got busy or, but this came up, you know, but that, but negates any type of apology or any type of, you know, ownership that you are taking for not being accountable for your actions. It sure does. And it, it offers a lot of conflict for people. You know, and blaming doesn't solve problems. Like the problems just stick around. So when you have accountability, you can actually do something about it. You're right. So you're absolutely right. You know, I was looking, you know, thinking about and and doing some research on this topic as I, you know, do on all of them. And you know, I really liked what they had said that there are six steps for us to be able to be, to work on, to be more personally or personally accountable, you know, and one is, you know, at knowing your role and knowing what, and understanding what your responsibilities are and what you need to be accountable for. And another, the second one says, be honest, mm-hmm. set the pride aside. And that's very difficult for a, a lot of individuals. It you know, is to be transparent. People have a really hard problem with that. Yeah. Authenticity. I would tell you, woo, you know, and, and when people are authentic, uh, you know, cause I get told that I'm overly authentic <laughs> and overly honest. And, uh, you know, I mean, I'll tattle on myself all day long and that makes people feel uncomfortable. And what my perception of that is because they don't want to feel like they've got to be that way. Mm, yeah. Okay. And, and I don't, you know what, Hey, I'll take people where they are. If they, if they're not capable of being vulnerable, Hey, but I want to be able to be my authentic self, you know, and not everybody can handle that. You know, another big one that they had listed was saying, sorry, you know, if something goes wrong or you have a role in that, 
you know, take responsibility and say, Hey, I'm sorry, you know, and then what own up to whatever consequence that you have to have. Use your time wisely is another one. Cause I find, you know, there's many times that my kiddos or, or well, I'll, I'll just bring, throw my kiddos under the bus that they've said, <laughs> they've committed to something that maybe I needed help with. And well, mom, I, you know, this, this came up and I got busy and I did, well, no, you weren't planning your time accordingly and you were choosing what was more important to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. And don't overcommit. A lot of people have this, they want to help everybody. And then they fall short and then they feel guilty and change, you know, the whole nine yards and also reflect on your decisions, reflect on the choices you made. And did I meet my mark? Was I accountable? Did I take ownership? If not, what do I want to do differently next time? So I, I liked, you know, thinking of it as a, a six stepper, you know, to have some um, you know, individuals that might have a difficulty of what does it really mean to be accountable? Like, and I know that that might sound silly for some people, but I'm going to tell you, there are individuals that really don't know what that means because they weren't ever taught. Mm-hmm. So true. I think those are great. Um, what that you gave us. And I think, you know, it's so important, you know, to understand you know, though they're like your role in the whole accountability piece. You know, I, I I don't know if people don't understand or you know maybe they just ignore. But you know, accountability, personal accountability, can do so much for you. And personal accountability, it can help you solve those personal issues you have as well. You know, because when you can understand the situation and what your role is in it that does allow you to be honest with yourself about, you know, what's going on. But, you know, that personal accountability, you know, if you're having relationship issues and you're always pointing that finger the other direction, well, I don't know about you, but what I've learned is that there's, it takes two people to have a relationship. And if you're always pointing that finger the other direction, then it makes it really hard to reflect yourself, to look at, it from a different perspective to say, okay, what could I have done better in this situation? Like, how did we get to this point? Like maybe you're at each other's throats all day long. Well, how did we get to this point? Like, what am I doing? Even if the, what you're doing isn't necessarily wrong, maybe you're just enabling the other person's behavior, whatever it is. But if you don't take personal account accountability, you are not going to allow yourself to have that, that introspection, you know, to really say, okay, I have to own what I'm doing in this situation. And so personal accountability, you know, for years when I was working with leaders in the workplace, you know, personal accountability was huge. We talked about that all the time because if you weren't going to take personal accountability as a leader, then why would anybody else? take personal accountability. If you're not going to make something important and um, especially when it comes to integrity and honesty and, you know, showing up for people and doing the right thing, even when nobody's working, if you're not going to take that personal accountability, then other people will see that and they're not going to do it either. 
And then it's just like a, a slippery slope at that at that point in time. But personal accountability, I look, we we all have our battles in life. However, I feel like when you don't claim that personal accountability in the situations that you're in, then you're deflecting or you're becoming the victim or you're trying to point the finger elsewhere. So that's why it's really good to carry that quality of personal accountability at all times so that in every situation that you get in, every relationship you get in, you totally understand that you have a responsibility in those moments. Whatever that responsibility is, doesn't matter. But the fact that you recognize that you have a responsibility to those, to yourself and those around you and you live by those principles, that's going to help you in those relationships because it will allow you to say the I sorry's because I swear that that's a uh, that's a that's a really tough one for people to do these days is to say, you know what, my bad. I was so wrong. We do the well, I'm sorry, but you did yep. this you know, with the deflecting, sorry. So, but I think it's really important that um, if you can adopt a skill of personal accountability, it will really, really help you um, in, in, in those situations that where you're kind of getting yourself in a pickle. You know, I, I love that, you know, pointing the finger, you know, that's a you problem. Well, we need to start identifying what's an us problem and what is really actually somebody else's issue you know, and, and understanding that there, you know, sometimes that can be a fine line. You know, I think another one to be able to start having, um, you know, accountability with others is being willing to be evaluated by somebody else. You know, Mm -hmm. what I call that is I'm open to constructive criticism. As long as you're not going to be disrespectful and rude. Hey, if I can grow or learn something, because I don't know it all. I'm not doing it all right. So, it, it, you know, in a relationship, if somebody needs something different or whatever, I might not be aware of it. However, I'm open to that, to that feedback. And, you know, the one thing is, is being able to mutually, un, you know, explain yourselves for understanding, not explain the dysfunctional behavior okay, and try to explain your way out of that. But to say, you know what, I'm really identifying. So if it's something, you know, you're saying, well, you know, I had 100 things come up and blah, 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 explain, you know, I'm really having an issue with time management, and I don't know what to do about it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, you know, being able to explain yourself, but not give excuses. Because one thing it will do in relationships is it will it will the confidence within in the relationship will grow and the trust that's one when we take accountability with one another the confidence in the relationship will grow and trust because without either one really do you have a relationship do you have a healthy relationship if you can't trust somebody you know it's like when you have you know, individuals, I, I kind of laugh. Um, a girlfriend and I were talking about this and, you know, I know some people that have their significant other, like on life 360 or whatever. And I can understand if it's, um, you know, like with your kids or whatever, or, 
however, if it, you know, Life360 is more of a tracking device, you know where that person is and okay, um, type thing. And if you're using it for the purpose of being able to keep track of your significant other, it's saying to me, you don't trust them. Mm -hmm. And why would you want to be in a relationship you can't trust somebody? Exactly. It creates anxiety. It creates worry. Why, why would you want to do that? Insecurities. Lots of insecurities, which drive that anxiety. Yep. Because you start fabricating stuff in your head that's not true, or it could be true. Or you're constantly worrying whether it's true. Yeah. And so, you know, that, you know, that's another thing, you know, being accountable. And, you know, if the person says, hey, I'm running to the store, I'm going here, I'm going there. And you know what, say they, they bumped into somebody or, you know what, they found a deal of hamburger or something. So they stopped at, at a different store and maybe they were being, you know, running late you know, being accountable and saying, Hey, you know, checking in with that person that you said, I'll be home in an hour. And now you're going to be home in two. Hey, I just want to let you know, this is what I'm doing. Being accountable for that. Yeah. So they know what to expect. Absolutely. So I love this because I think that we, we often have a issue with understanding what it is to be accountable you know we see it all the time with people that are choosing to possibly have a healthier lifestyle of maybe eating okay i hate the word diet and um you know they they fall off the wagon mm -hmm. okay and they're not being accountable to themselves or somebody that has chose to refrain from drinking or or some type of substance then they start to hide because they're not being accountable to themselves and they start drinking. So they're like, okay, well, you know, I'll start hiding this. And then somebody else doesn't know. Well, what they don't realize is the person that they're disappointing the most is themselves. Yeah. In any of those situations. And so personal accountability is, and accountability to, to others is huge. It's so huge. And what I love about it is when you grasp it, you can be honest and open and transparent about it. And you're not going to hide that kind of stuff. And it's so liberating. It really is when you gain personal accountability, especially in your relationship, because it will propel you forward if both of you can do it. You know, I, you know, we all come into every situation, every we come into every work group, we come into every partnership, we come into every relationship, we come into every family with already predetermined experiences, um, anxieties, fears, we come into all of these situations with that already in tow because that, that's part of life, right? We, we've all had our unique experiences. And so if you can then say, you know what? I, I've got my stuff, I've got my baggage. So I'm accountable for that. And then when that stuff starts to get in the way of work coworkers or your boss and you or whatever, you know, then you can say, okay, what, what, what from me is causing part of this problem? You know, it wasn't, I'll be honest. It wasn't till Chris and I've been together now 10 years, woo, 10 years. Anniversary. <laughs> thank you, thank you. It is. Yeah. Last month. So 
but it wasn't until, you know, because again, we all come to relationships with faggot. Well, it was so easy to point blame in the first two, three years of a relationship that, oh, I'm not doing anything wrong, you know? But then when you realize that, ah, it's your behavior, Steph, it's what you're saying, Steph, it's what you're not saying, it's not being present. It's, it's when you can start looking at that, that part of the relationship and looking inward and going, okay, what am I not doing? That's causing some of these ripples. That was the game changer. Absolute game changer. Because when we both could be open and real and honest about what was going on in our relationship, that's when we could really put some fixes and solving into it to build respect and trust and to let go of all those insecurities and all that anxiety that and all the fighting, you know, let go of all that. Because then we became personally accountable to our actions and the things we were saying and the things we weren't showing up for, for each other. So I think, you know, that accountability, um, whether it's with you and just yourself or with, if it's you running a team at work or, you know, you constantly having um, issues with people around you, I encourage you to take the accountability to look inward and see, okay, what behaviors am I doing that might not settle so well with others around me? You're, Those you're, are my two cents. Can I add two more cents? Before yeah, we, <laughs> we, we can add all the cents we want. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll be up to a dollar pretty soon. <laughs> um, <laughs> one one gauger of that I can look at um, as far as seeing have I met my mark with my accountability is do I have any shame or guilt? Because there is no room for shame or guilt when we take accountability. True. And so, you know, one of those things, if you're someone that, you know what, goes to bed and is like, oh, you know, I'm upset with you, you know, you feel guilty or, you know, something's wrong with me, which is a shame feeling, okay? You know, guilt is I did something wrong. Shame is something is wrong with me. If, if you're one of those people, start looking at, hmm, where is that coming from? Where am I not feeling that mm. I am being accountable? And so that's one tool that I that I have learned to use over the, especially over the last three years, is you know what? Where where is that feeling coming from? I love that, Stacy. I love that. One well, the definitions you gave us shame and guilt too. I love that. Yeah. So, you know, shame is something is wrong with me. Guilt is I did something wrong. Mm -hmm. That's fam fantastic. I love it. Wrote it down. So that is all I have to say today for, for this podcast. I know we're going to be talking about abandonment. That's another one that I don't want to say is one of my favorites, but let me tell you, we, I experience that so I guess that's one why I like to talk about it and it creates a lot of havoc in a lot of people's lives that I'm I'm recognizing now and uh, so that is going to be our next topic and as always friends go out and smile and be kind and do better be better and treat people better see you next time bye <laughs>